0: It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson, presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. One-on-one on a
1: Thursday, Sweet 16 Thursday. Four two four six four five six eight five. Starter him a Text Line. Honda Lincoln Hotline. Can reach out. You can check out the live video stream, uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Do it. Get over there, and uh, you can do that as well. A uh, lot to talk about. I want to thank the folks uh, from Beatrice Bakery for uh, always hooking us up and making sure that we can do the things we want to do within the community um, here in Lincoln. It's pretty good stuff. Um, even some of the kids from Dominators took some uh, s- some snacks with them, so uh, that is well done. Um, in order to set the tone, sometimes you have to you have to have music. You have to music is a mood setter. Uh, you need a, a vibe. Well, our next guest deserves a vibe. Let's set it. Shall we?
0: The autumn wind is a pirate. Blustering in from sea, with a rollicking song he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather-beaten, he wears a hooded sash, with a silver hat about his head, and a bristling black mustache. He growls as he storms the country, a villain big and bold. And the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won.
1: Setting the tone. Let's bring him in. QB coach. Barry Thompson, BT, what's up, brother?
0: Hey, man. It's all good on the wood. I'm learning. I'm going to host up a little bit. I uh, had you guys on. I'm learning about CRS disease. I'm learning the proper way to pronounce soft. And uh, <laughs> uh, got my sweet 16 picks and everything else. So it's, it's a good morning. How you guys doing out
1: there? We're good. Was it good and getting better? there you go good and getting better (laughs) um so where are you on the planet i'm actually in dover delaware uh dover where i was born in in uh dover
0: delaware and then uh probably from about third grade on moved to virginia and then you know everything there in virginia but i was born here have family here and last night uh you know i didn't cook this week but we had great dinner um when I was little, I had a cousin that was here. Was a little bit older than me. I guess 10 years older, I found out. And I was that little kid always kind of, you know, getting in his way. And uh, and then uh, on my mother's side, uh, the oldest, uh, son, uh, James Solomon, who's a Hall of Fame athlete and coach in the state of Delaware, uh, does a lot, a tremendous amount on track. And so the four of us, those two plus my brother, Darius, were able to get together and have a good meal and. Uh, it's, it's been a good little visit, but heading back
1: to the field, well, Friday, so. It's um, that interesting time of year where the NFL is busy, Sweet 16 is happening, um, you've got a new league that's that's popping up um, for football, uh, revisioned and, and, and all those things. Um, and then, you know. And the winner. Right, like lots going yeah. on, right? Lots going on. Um, to, to start, I wanted to start with quarterbacks in the league. Right. Um, and it seems to me that folks have realized a couple of things. Quarterbacks are exceptional. They're necessary and you got to take care of them. And the best way to take care of them is getting them a really big tackle and a really good wide receiver outside. Uh, what does getting a Tyreek Hill, do for Tua.
0: You one thing about the NFL game, and and it's really all all games, even at my level, is you have. There's a stat out there that says that up to seventy five percent, or I think there was a study. I think I got it right. About seventy five percent of the passes completed in the NFL were somewhere either twenty or fifteen yards or less. Mm-hmm. 75%. Mm-hmm. So when you have somebody who is inside, everybody's used to matching up lockdown corners and things like that. But if you have a person inside that is a matchup problem, then you have the chance to gain efficiency at playing that 20 or 15 by 53 in a third game. Uh, the smart Uh, You look at Welker, you know, what he did, uh, little option routes are big. Uh, I think a lot of folks would be surprised at how often teams run basic option routes or just because that person can get open. It just means a tremendous – it means a a lot. You know, it's like uh, not everybody can have a tight end like Kelsey or any of the ones that have been all-stars throughout the year, whether it's Tony Gonzalez or – or you know, just name the guys that you know that have done really well in that position. Um, you can't have one of those, but the next best thing is another guy inside like him. And the fact that he has speed, he can do something after he catches the ball. That's a problem. Uh, it's going to help too a lot. It's going to help their run game a lot.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you talk about the the type because he is a quick. People think of him as as a as a field stretcher and the like, but I also think the easiest throw you can make to a receiver and then have that guy be a threat to take the six-yard pass and turn it into a 60-yard pass. There's nobody better in yeah. the NFL at taking the six-yard pass and turning it into a 60.
0: Yes. And I think the other thing that underestimate um, with consistently successful athletes is they keep talking about Tyrell, uh Tyrese. In terms of his athletic ability. And what they're missing is the athletic intelligence. That they you know, the thing about good receivers is that they're always open. They're always open. So, if you have to just think about that for a second. They have been in the league for a while. People know what they do. Defenses can adjust themselves. But these guys are always open. So, when you start working that equation, you start to understand that they're doing something to always be open. There's something smart about what they're seeing and their understanding of it so that they're always open. Whether it's setting somebody up, running around three through different ways, using different releases, changing gears, right? Recognizing whether it's man or zone, where the holes are, what the schemes are. Um, so, yes, he athletically... He is something else, but it's really his intelligence that allows him to, to highlight that athletic ability.
1: For, for 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 that thinking, your Raiders make the move and get what some, you know, go and get some, who, who some called the greatest receiver in the game, and, and Devontae Adams. What does he do for Derek Carr and those other receivers in the passing and running game there in uh, Vegas?
0: I believe that Devontae is going to make Derek smarter. Devontae is, is everything we were just talking about. And, you know, we know that Aaron Rodgers, forget what you think about him. He, he has a high IQ and kind of knows where everything is on the field. Derek, you know, there's guys like Derrick that take the bias and stuff, that kind of approach this moment. Well, now he's going to have a guy that – is either going to see the field exactly like him in the times when he needs them to see exactly like him, and or he's going to get a guy that that kind of educates him a little bit about, hey, let's sit down and look at the situation. Here's how we handle this. This is what I can do. Um, So I think it's a good marriage.
1: Where would you put Carr as far as quarterbacks in the NFL? Would you put him in the top third, middle third, bottom third? As far as starters are concerned,
0: um, I, I put him in a group of of guys that that
1: are above
0: average, but I don't know what it's going to take for them to send to. You talk to him,
2: talk about him
0: like you talk about Tate, and you talk about well, in the conversation, like Brady. You know what I mean? I mean Brady's out there now, but but those type of guys, we you know, he's kind of there, right? So he's kind of there just by of the numbers. You know, there's a drop-off below that level of quarterback. Um, So, you know, this is getting up on the time. He's going to get, you know, uh, um, he'll have some ammunition, right, between Waller and him. Uh, The team's decent. And so, can he ascend? Can he ascend? And the thing is, it's going to be mentally, can he ascend? Uh, It's not not his physical skill, right? He can play in the league, but can he mentally kind to start zeroing in on those five or six plays during the course of the game that make the difference in the dynamics of the outcome of the game can he can you get proficient at that can devontae and he work on those things um so we'll see
1: everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time.
2: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Well,
1: it's always interesting that you can take quarterbacks in college and, and the pros mention them and you'll get different responses from several people on who that person is as a player. One of the said players is Carson Wentz. And there are those who believe that Carson Wentz is is in that middle third, close to the top third. Some will say he's in the bottom third. Um but there was a there's was, there's was huge social media outroar as, uh, uproar as uproar as one commentator said that he was reckless. That Carson Wentz was the most reckless quarterback he's ever seen. What say you about Carson Wentz?
0: I don't understand. I've never you know, the Carson Wentz
1: story is I
0: don't I don't understand it. All right, so you pick this guy out of North Dakota, wherever he comes out, and he's you know got the size and he can throw the football. And, you know, correct me on the numbers and I'll get the basic outline of the story. He has a promising year, followed up by injuries, and um, Nick Foles comes in, uh, who they gotten rid of, and they Peterson was smart enough to change the offense to what Nick did well, and the Eagles go off and they win their first Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Right now in the league, Peterson has no value, Foles has no value, but Wentz, after going to another team, is still getting paid. <laughs> I, I don't I don't, I don't, understand it. You know, so, you know, I don't know him personally, but there was another quarterback that was kind of like that in the league not too long ago who passed through the Raiders, and that was my boy uh, George. Mm-hmm. And, you know, had all this talent. And he could do amazing things with an arm. And then what you find out at the end, and I, I don't know any stories, but somebody who has that physical ability and, and the team's not clicking around them, you know, sometimes you you can have a guy who's talented, but he's not really a leader. Right. Right? And so, I, I, I'm not there every day, but you mentioned Derek Carr. Derek Carr is a leader. Heard him speak, you know, in those tough moments that the Raiders had last year, and it's a guy that you, you hear him talk and you go, okay, I'm with you. I'll ride with you. And It is an underestimated quality when you evaluate these quarterbacks. You know, how are they going to be in the locker room? They don't need to hold hands, but at the very least, at the very least, he has to be comfortable in every corner of that locker room, and he has to be the type of person whose work ethic and his actions that those grown men want to play with him. They want to play with him. And, you know, guys who have kids and have mortgages, you know, end of their career, beginning of their career, middle of their career, trying to hang on, they have to have something to believe in, somebody to believe in. And and the good quarterbacks are those types of leaders, and the best ones are they're the type of quarterbacks that people not only want to play with, but in those tough moments in the game, they want to play for them. Right? So there's something that doesn't click with Carson Wentz. you know, maybe he hits it off with the Commanders. Maybe he's learned his lesson. But their track record says, unfortunately, that this is just another stop that Nick Foles probably should have. <laughs> like, if, if this is Nick Foles, you know, like people trying to recapture the Super Bowl magic with him, mm-hmm. I would understand it. Right. But I don't
1: understand
0: What are they trying to recapture with Carson Wentz? His rookie year would look good? I, I just don't understand it, but. Like,
1: but yeah, I'm especially, especially in a space where you have Fitzpatrick and Taylor Heineke already sitting there trying to find that very same thing. Another You talked about talent versus leadership. Uh, the, the the story today is Baker Mayfield and his place in the league and his place uh, amongst quarterbacks. What What's your take on Baker Mayfield?
0: I'll take what Steve Smith Sr. said because I never thought about that until I heard of him. He said – You know, there have been a number of receivers, high-caliber receivers that went into Cleveland. And they had their worst years ever. Mm -hmm. They leave Cleveland, and they're right back on their performance track. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know who the fault You know, people say the tape doesn't lie. Well, statistics don't lie most of the time either.
1: (laughs) Right, right.
0: But that was an interesting point from a guy who – you know, has been in the league and knows what it's all about, and you know he's a pretty straight shooter, and that was, you know, so I don't know why that was happening, but it was. Um, I don't understand them taking the shot, and I don't understand them. Um, yeah, I don't understand it. But like I said, I'm not that smart. Well, so uh, Baker now is going to have to fight. Right. Right. He's have to fight. You, have to, you know, where's their car? Well, he's above Baker can
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a statement of truth. What does what does the move acquiring Deshaun Watson? What does that say? Who is Deshaun Watson now?
2: Uh, you
1: know, so
0: he's a guy. Look, I don't know how you can put aside all the allegations and, and you know who's doing what. I, I don't understand that. So, if you listen to just bear with me, let's just take that and just put that aside Mm -hmm. relative to Carson Wentz. I kind of understand going after Sean. Now he's shown some consistent promise in a, in a tough situation down in Houston. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's this hiatus for good reason. And so you say, okay, I want to make a change. And I kind of like what that looked like. And I'm worth taking the risk on that. Now, now go back and bring the elephant back in the room. Right. right, you know, put the elephant back in the room. You know, I don't, I don't. Again, I, I don't understand the risk assessment, but they're doing it. And I'm never mad about anybody getting paid, by the way. I'm not. So I, I hope Carson Wentz catches all his checks. Uh, but if you're asking me, value, we're playing kind of, you know, pseudo GMs. Uh, we would be running the league a little different.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. What does? What does? Russell Wilson to Denver say to you, what does that what, do, what, what does that do for the Broncos and that conference?
0: Well, again, there's a track record there. You look at you start with John, right? John was slinging the ball around and doing a lot of stuff, and then late in his career, he kind of understood you know, what it took to actually win a Super Bowl rather than just get to it, right? Mm-hmm. And he does that. And so he goes up into ownership, and then as Peyton gets it, you know, he's tired of playing in the ball around with the Colts. The Colts don't value him so much. I am putting in words but I'll say John eventually says, Come here Peyton, let me show you we can put together a formula so you can win a Super Bowl. And who knows? I mean maybe that was the same thing that was whispered into you know into Russell Wilson's here. Maybe John, you know, that's his thing. If he does it with Russell, then you know John John has a formula for winning the Super Bowl. But he did it himself. He did it with Peyton. And, you know, he maybe he understands how to talk to older quarterbacks at that point in their career and say, listen, let me put this around you and we can go off and win. Uh, too bad they'll finish second
1: to the Raiders. But that's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, I have a sneaky suspicion that folks don't fear the Chiefs as much today as they did yesterday um, in that conference. That's just uh, – my two cents with Patrick's
0: that. Patrick's gonna have to
1: earn his keep now,
0: and I think that. And I think you know that's a that's a function of a reality of quarterbacks in the NFL. You look at uh, you know Brady went a long time without quote having any weapons, right? He got Randy Moss. He had the inside guy and had to make it work. Um, you know, and and most of the you know uh, Brett Favre went years without quote having any weapons. So they can get you paid, they can put together a winning team, but you may not have these weapons. So in a sense, Patrick Mahomes had, had the keys to the tour cabinet, you know, to Tours R Us, which I think is the fun, but he had keys to Tours R Us, and right now they're saying, you know, we can't get you into Tours R Us anymore, you know, you gotta go off to southern states and you gotta build something, you know, whatever the tractor store is or where you get utility. So he's gonna have to work now. He's gonna have to work.
1: It becomes uh, the lights on and mirror to the league when guys like Matt Ryan, who again, you know, you're talking about an MVP, uh, gets bounced and then he moves. What are your thoughts on Matt Ryan?
0: Well, that one to me is, you know, Frank Reich, I really uh, kind of like him as a coach just because of what he did through his playing career. He's a he is a guy who understands the quarter quarterback position. He did, you know, he's, he's one and one, right? He, he did that late quarterback thing with uh, Phillip rivers and they had a decent season. Uh, the Wentz thing didn't work out. Although Wentz went statistically didn't do that, bad. it wasn't the season they were looking for. Hmm. So in a sense, this is just another, uh, another strike at that same thing. Kind of like, Don you know, John's model, uh, Elway's model. Um, That's- so, you know, maybe that's just the way the realities of the cap and what they're doing. A little inside baseball is I have very good work that the Indianapolis Colts staff is made up of some phenomenal individuals. Mm-hmm. And so if there's anybody that can squeeze anything out of that formula that the Colts, the budget they're obviously dealing with, I believe it's the, the staff they have there, not just on the offense, but defense too. Um, so if you have good people around and you have some decent players, um, you have a chance to, to go win some games. And um, so I wouldn't be surprised if it works out for uh, Matt Ryan.
1: If, if and, and again, through all the quarterbacks we've mentioned, these are veteran guys who have had their roller coaster ride so far. But the. What it says to me about the NFL is that it is in very good hands because we can have conversations and movement, uh, the changing of elevation and location for for NFL franchises with the veteran quarterbacks. But look, this league is just filled with young talent at the quarterback position. So I'll ask you of the guys. I mean, you you can talk about – you can go to Buffalo. You can go to Cincinnati. You can go to Baltimore. You go to Arizona. Um, There are young quarterbacks – all over this league, if I said you can only get one of them, uh-huh. you can only get one to run your franchise yeah. going forward. And let's say for guys that came in after Mahomes, right? Guys who came in after yeah. Mahomes. Uh, go to Chargers. Um, go to the Dolphins. Go to um, – yeah, that's pretty much the crew. Who's the well, young you know, we
0: you- yeah, yeah, I got you. You've asked me a couple of times and I, I kind of, you know, I, am just fond of Lamar Jackson's skill set. But to be realistic, right, to say, hey, I, I'm going to build a franchise around which would be more easily built around. Um, I, I've got to go with Burroughs. I just do. Um, I, I do. That, that's, that's a guy. You know, if Derek Carr turned me down. Um, I, I'd go with Burroughs. I just like him a lot. Uh, he's done a lot in a very short period of time. And, you know, good players and good athletes tend to announce themselves. They, you know, you may not be paying attention, but they they, they do things that kind of say, hey, I'm here, look at me. I'm, I'm going to be really good. And, you know, Joe did that when he was at LSU. He did that, you know, in his rookie year, took a year off, came back, and he did that this year.
1: Yeah. So
0: he's a guy that I'm paying attention to and has he's young, uh, he he has those leadership qualities, you know, and then if you talk about the business part of it, you know, he's got nicknames and, he, you know, social media loves him and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But he seems to be focused on the football. So of the young guys, I would take him.
1: Yeah, that's that's been the conversation. I, look, I, 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 I dig, dig all of it. Here. Right? Look, yeah, I dig all of yeah. that, right, that, that. – yeah, uh, the league is putting itself in a very unique space. If it markets it and brands it right, old school versus new school, there's a lot of that going on in the NFL. And if you're a fan of quarterback play, it's a really good time to be an NFL fan because there's, there's a lot of dudes yeah, in the league who can sling it. All right, coach. Uh, I know you didn't cook, but what, what what'd you eat? Well, i uh, gonna give a little plug to I don't know what it'll do, giving a plug to a, a Delaware restaurant in Lincoln, but I
0: went to a little place called Cool Springs, fish bar. Okay. And they, you know, you guys are ever in Dover, Delaware and they have meat and all that kind of stuff too. But it had a real, <clears throat> excuse me, real delightful uh, appetizer. hope everybody's a seafood person. I like oysters on the half shell. They had those, but they had this oyster, uh, which is uh, a thin slice of tuna over top of the oyster, a little bit of olive oil, salt pepper, and then a little dash of wasabi and it. Excuse me. And it was delicious. So I didn't cook, but we ate well. And uh, it was a different way to have oysters, and I really enjoyed it.
1: How is the family?
0: Family's doing good. Family's doing good. Um,
1: family's doing really well. Yeah, really I see well. uh, Young uh, Lee uh, busy. busy. Yeah. yeah, Young Lee is busy doing her thing, and – yeah. Your, your brother has has built a baseball program at Georgetown that is in double figures and wins. So, uh, yes, yes, yes. How really about, about that? Yeah. How about that? So, give him a fist pump for me. Uh, yeah, you, absolutely. You know, you get over there. Uh, are you getting over to see him? You.
0: Well, no, he's he's on the road. Uh, I may see him. Uh, they do have a weekend series coming up against DMI. I may get to see uh, one of the, the Saturday game. I think is I still got training. Uh, my last week of indoor training. And um, so I've got to finish that up. And uh, we've got, got a pro day coming up, D.C. Uh, uh, the guy, my story continues. I uh, know. And uh, we got to, we'll be down in Atlanta April 9th. Uh, he's got another combine to go to. So I came to play. I saw him beat Mason. I'm getting on the phone. I'm talking. Yeah, I saw them beat Mason. Yeah, we ready ready <laughs> it? Come on. I know we got to get out. But I went, they went over to Mason. Interesting story about uh, Edwin and Mason. He uh, played against Mason when he was at Howard, I think. And then when he's out coaching, the talk about coaches you guys were talking earlier, Coach Brown has been coaching for 41 years at Mason. Mm-hmm. Uh, offered Edwin a job, turned down, and Edwin comes back in Georgetown. They play a game, and it's kind of back and forth. And uh, they have a one-run lead going into the bottom of the ninth. Uh, Edwin intentionally walks a guy that, Kind of create the force. Next guy gets up. It's a little not a, like a blooper, just out of uh, just you know that mid-range depth between the shortstop infield and the right fielder. Mm-hmm. Um, guy comes in, running, gets it, bang, uh, throws a guy out on the force in the game. Uh, so they went five-four. It was a big win for him. They beat & Mary, one-run loss to Maryland. And uh, they're doing well, and, and uh, have VMI uh, three games set with VMI this
1: weekend. Well, again, give them a fist bump. Uh, we're paying attention. I love I love watching right. those 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 good stories happen, and it even means more when it happens uh, with good people. So, uh, job well done. All right, brother, go do your thing. Enjoy the family, and I'll talk to you next week. All right, thanks for having me, later Bye-bye. Later. Barry Thompson, Fairfax Football Academy. With we'll word the break, we'll come back more one on one here on the Ticket.
0: Download our app by searching 93.7 a ticket in your app store. You're listening to one-on-one with DP on 937 a ticket in the ticketfm.com.
2: BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BETMGM. Simply download the BETMGM app and sign up using code Champion150. Then